until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's It's 6 o'clock. You guys are listening to MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for the happy hour here at Mutiny Radio. The happiest of hours that are happy with your host tonight. The very funny, the friend of llamas, everyone, Marty Cunningham. Give it up for me, your host, Marty Cunningham. Start off your weekend right. Get those jokes out of your system. We're getting some feedback. Is that what's going on? No? Okay, good. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming out. This is always uh, it's a good way, to get, good way to get things going this weekend. Give a hand to yourselves for putting in the work. Yeah. Best and brightest of the Bay here. Keep the energy up. Give the love to your fellow comedians. Uh, and, uh, you know, they'll give it right back to you, guys. So let's let's support each other. Let's have some fun. Let's support Mutiny Radio. When you come up, $2 to the bucket, please uh, help out and uh, uh, buy my album. No, I don't, I don't have it. Hey, album. Marty, uh, switch switch microphones there with that fuzzy one it in the corner and good, see if, yeah. it, if that one works out a little better for you. Uh, Marty Cunney, Shirts of the Stars. I really enjoy your Hawaiian theme happening. You look like Hawaiian shirt on acid theme day. Like... Uh, Elvis took some acid and then went to Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Let's... Just, just switch. There you go. Put that one in that one. No, no, don't. Yeah, is this the cord Oh, okay. it, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Is it Elvis's birthday today? Oh, my God. It can be anyone's birthday today that you say it is. It really doesn't matter, right? All right, guys. I'm your host. Uh, everyone gets four minutes. Listen for the horn. And uh, time. everybody, you know, has things to do, places to be, people to fuck. Uh, you know, we're all here to have fun. So let's get after it, guys. Uh, my name is Marty. I just turned 30. Hey, hey. 30's cool, but uh, people say a lot of dumb things when you turn 30. Like, don't you feel like you got to get your shit together? Which I don't. I was talking to my older brother the other day. He's like the one with his shit together in the family. I asked him what time it was. He checked his watch and he spilled his beer on his son. So I think I'm going to be okay. Okay, I don't got a IPA flavored baby running around. I'll be fine. Uh, people say things like, Marty, don't you feel like you're older now? Don't you feel old? Not really. In fact, I'm finally starting to look my age. Are we good on the sound here? No, that one's crackling in and out, so we're going to switch with you. I'm sorry. I I didn't have time to be here and sound check. I That's all right. Uh, hand, handling small children all afternoon. One? and Just try a different... Yeah, it's an XLR cable. That's why you guys are donating to Mutiny Radio. <laughs> because right. there's actually we actually have brand new XLR cables. I just don't have time to be here to do the work to switch it out. So if you guys give money, you'll be able to pay me so that I can be here. That'll be exciting. Back to Marty Cunney. That's right. That's two or four on him. 
Hello. No. Yes? Yes. 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 Is that that one still on? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Do a burpee? Yeah, yeah. That's what this stage is made for. It's physical activity. It's perfect size for it. Uh, all right. Continuing on, guys. My uh, turning 30, people say dumb things when you turn 30, like, uh, don't you feel old? Don't you feel older? And I say not really. In fact, I'm finally starting to look my age because I've looked like this since I was 14 years old. And people say, that's cool. You look like a mature young man. It's like, no, 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 no. I look like this when I was 14 years old. It's hard to be a freshman in high school when it looks like you're not legally allowed within 300 feet of a high school. This Billy Madison shit does not fly in real life, guys. I, uh, I look like a substitute teacher who sells weed to kids, but it's actually oregano, you know? Like I'm substitute teaching as community service for trying to fight a uh, little league umpire or something like that, you know? Like a substitute teacher who teaches a class on racism. Like not, not the history of racism, but like how to do racism, you know? Yo, listen up, kids. Karaoke and the N-word. Well, they said it first, right? Go ahead, get that DMX song, Rough Rider. Oh, oh. <laughs> listen to Touching Hair. It's a compliment if you think about it. Like, no, guys, don't listen to that guy. Don't listen to him. No. I noticed a weird thing when I turned 30 is that I uh, started matching with a lot of older women on Tinder, which is cool because I'm like 30 and up now. And I don't know what to make of it, but a lot of these older women are black. Uh, I don't know. It's not a problem for me, but it just seems to me it's like the shittiest remake of how Stella got her groove back ever made. You know what I mean? Instead of this older woman lost in love going down to Jamaica to find like a tall, dark, handsome, compassionate Jamaican man. She's going to San Francisco Hinge to find a stocky alcoholic comedian with narcissism issues and chronic hemorrhoids. It seems like a bit of a downgrade, you know, if you ask me. Is that a dated reference? Has everyone seen that? Has everyone seen that movie? I feel like it's pretty dated. It's a true story uh, about a woman who lost, an older woman thought she lost love and uh, finds it in Jamaica, marries this guy, brings him back to America. They live happily ever after. If she actually wrote a sequel, it would tell the true story of how that guy was actually using her for citizenship because he is homosexual and was sleeping with guys the entire time. Yeah. So I'm like the realistic sequel to how Stella got her groove back, you know? You might not get your groove, but you'll get your two-step back, okay? I'm probably not going to go banging any... I'm probably not going to go banging any guys. So don't worry about me, you know? <laughs> Just keep me away from the fernet. Hey! Uh, what else, guys? Uh, there's a social phenomenon going around, um, and everyone seems to need to feel the need to talk and bring up ass eating. I think that, uh, you know, as a comedian, it feels like I'm obliged to talk about it, like I'm almost being shamed for not talking about it. You know, the the tables have really turned on tossing the salad, guys. I uh, I take umbrage with two problems with it. It's one. With this rise in the discussion, this meteoric rise in the stock of ass eating, I would expect to see a one-to-one increase in the number of bidets that I see in people's households, and that's not the case. Uh, these disgusting hep C motherfuckers. If I hear you talk about eating ass and I go over to your house, you don't have a bidet, I'm fucking leaving, okay? Because I don't know what other shitty hygiene habits you have, and I'm not gonna stick around to find out, you know? And the second thing is that, like, you know, it's popular to talk about it now, but people have always been doing it like spit shot of the wagon wheel isn't a new thing guys it's not like a new new activity but when i say it like that you know it's like oh you guys always should have been doing this like 
I don't want to sound like I'm like a fucking analingus hipster, you know? Like, I'm like, ah, it was always cool. I was doing it before you guys were, stuff like that. I don't know. It's not the guy I want to be. Uh, guys, I'll leave you out with this. We'll move on. We'll get this happy mic, happy hour mic started. Um, it's been a lot of talk about immigration lately with the, you know, the shutdown over the wall. Uh, and I just hate the same language that, you know, the, uh, the, the right wing uses every time they talk about immigration, right? They talk about how these immigrants are coming here to, they're uninvited. They're so un-American. They come here to take our good blue collar jobs and they rape and they murder. And I'm like, well, technically there's nothing more American than going somewhere you're not invited and raping and murdering everyone there so you can do farm work. That's kind of our thing. Uh, if anything, we should be, be upset that it's cultural appropriation. And that is something I will not stand for as a cis white male. Um, I uh, I do have one piece of advice. If they're going to do it, you have to yell uh, manifest destiny first, right? That's like the no homo of territorial expansion. It's awkward if you don't do it. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Halloween this year, I saw something that kind of upset me. There was this really cute black girl wearing like a sexy cop outfit. And uh, she chugged a whole fifth of whiskey and punched another black guy in the face and called him the N-word. And as an Irishman, I was offended. I was like, hey, that's our thing, Okay. <laughs> My culture is not a costume. If she turns on Dropkick Murphys, I'm going to be pissed. Okay? That's me, guys. Thanks a lot for coming out. Let's, let's keep the energy up. Let's keep having fun, guys. And your first comedian coming to the stage is a fantastic newcomer to the scene. This guy's making a big splash already, putting on so many great shows, so much great comedy coming out of this guy. So make it out loud, real, ah, make it real loud right now for Sergio Novoa. Come on. I just did that on purpose so Marty could bend over. <laughs> Hi, you guys. My name is Sergio. Oh, my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, Mark is here. I finally gave in and signed up for online dating. Yes. There are so many options. You've got Madge, Grinder, Sex Offender Registry. I was really excited when I got my first match. Now, I'm old-fashioned. I miss the good old days. You go to a bar, you smile, lock eyes with someone new, distract them with humor while you put a roofie in their drink. I told you I'm old fashioned. Yes. Now I was really nervous to go on my first online date. Now you probably don't believe it by looking at me, but I'm one of those people who actually needs help at a department store. I'm one of those weird gays who don't decorate, can't do hair or makeup, and I can barely dress myself but my clothes always look great on your bedroom floor. Now, new relationships are a bit scary, especially at the beginning. There's so much uncertainty. Are they good enough for me? Am I good enough for them to love me? Which dick pic do I send? As you can tell, I'm a romantic. I tend to take long breaks between relationships, mainly because I have to wait for the rash to clear. It took me a bit longer this last time because I don't have insurance. But I have friends in tech, and they have insurance, so I took their penicillin, which means I am now rash-free and ready to start dating. Yes. And I have dated both men and women, and it is safe to say women can have sex with whomever they want. We men have sex with whatever we can. Yes. And no, I am not hating on men when I say this. I like straight men. I like them so much, I occasionally have sex with them. 
they're really easy to please. For a straight man, bad sex is like pizza. Even if it's bad, it's okay. As long as they come, it's okay. And if there's one thing I know how to do, it's to make men come. Are the straight men in the audience feeling uncomfortable? If you are, that's exactly how you should be feeling. Hashtag me too, totally uncomfortable. By the way, it is perfectly normal if you go home tonight and masturbate to this. I will not judge you. I know you're probably conflicted, huh? You don't know if you want to hit me or kiss me. I get that. Now, I'm always surprised by the amount of crap women put up with from men. Your average straight male would suffer in the gay community. You think six inches is big? You better be talking girth. Six inches means nothing to a gay man. But let's face it, men have a delusional self-confidence that makes someone like Donald Trump think he can be president. Typical male takes a job with no prior history of success. This is the same approach men take when it comes to sexually satisfying a woman. They think they'll be naturally good at it. Which means he'll never find the little man on the boat. She'll ultimately step in and guide him. But she won't get any credit for it. He is gonna tell all his buddies how he made her come. Men are natural self-promoters. How many times have you heard a guy say, oh, you know, I'm good in bed. Guys, there are some titles you cannot give yourself. Others have to give them to you. Now that's where I come in handy. Since I have dated both men and women, I can make everyone come. That is it for me, guys. My name is Sergio. I lost my part. Give it up for the sexually aggressive set of Sergio Novoa, everybody. Hell yeah, get that energy up, first man. Says he doesn't know, we're not going to know whether we want to kiss or hit him, but it seems like he might be into both at the same time. So get his number, everybody, uh, whether for bookings or otherwise. Um, all right, guys, your next comedian, very funny lady. She's going to be at Sketchfest this year. So make it loud right now for Gene Yee, everybody. Come on. Hi. Um, I am a stereotypical Chinese. Uh, everyone guess what instrument I play. One, two, three, go. Did you just say oboe? <laughs> you have, you, there's some good tongue action needed on the oboe, so I'd be good at that, but Sergio would be better. <laughs> um, who said, did anyone say piano? Everyone said violin. Dang, you guys are on point. <laughs> I do play the violin. I also play the piano. Uh, my favorite, did you, did you like how I just did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than Sergio, I'm telling you. Um, so uh, I do play the piano. My favorite piece is uh, Chopsticks. Uh, thank you. At least Rachel liked that one. <laughs> but, um, um, but I also am non-stereotypical. I can rap. One song. <laughs> Who wants to hear it? <laughs> Good, that was the right answer. Um, um, I can rap uh, Gold Digger by Kanye West, and that was the perfect time for Becca to enter. <laughs> What's up? Um, Gold Digger by Kanye West. Here we go. <gasps> you really have to use your breath for rapping. Rapping is really hard. I see you know, sir. <laughs> I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no brogna. Just kidding, I can't go any further than that. So. 
Get it? Just kidding. This is stand-up comedy. All right. <laughs> so I am Chinese, uh, but only when it's convenient. Otherwise, I am. How dare you ask me my ethnicity? American. <laughs> so American. I love it when uh, there are like two people who might get this in here. Maybe three, two people. That's it. Um, I love it when people try to figure out what ethnicity you are by asking you what other languages you speak. <laughs> I'm uh, Marty, why are you nodding knowingly at that? <laughs> like, do you speak Gaelic? <laughs> no. No. Uh, people are like, what other languages do you speak? And I'm like, Spanish? <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? Manteca, manteca, manteca. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm very, very American. Like, America, American. Uh, people will be like, well, so where are your parents from? America. Okay, what about your grandparents? Fought in World War II for America. Oh, I get it. Great grandparents? Chinese. Um, other times when I am more Chinese. Oh, when I'm more American, in restaurants, I'm very American. I love it when you go out with a group of white people because you only have white friends. Um, and you go to an Asian restaurant and the waiter always turns to you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll have chow mein. Oh, you want to have chow mein? No, chow mein. That's what I want. That was totally new. Thank you for that slight rumble of uh, appeasing me. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Uh, so I am a high school English teacher. Oh, thank you. Hashtag failed Asian. <laughs> Marty, your hand is so ready on that bulb. Do people say that to you a lot? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am a high school English teacher. You know what's harder than teaching high school, though? Preschool. Because they're smarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a three-year-old will fuck you up. Like, I started out teaching preschool, and this kid was like, uh, went to get a second piece of candy, and I was like, Katie, you can't have a second piece of candy. Um, and she was like, I'm getting it for George. She wasn't getting it for George. <laughs> Sneaky little fucker. So then I uh, kicked her head off, because I'm Asian, and I, I know karate, and I can't find the mic stand. All right, bye, you guys. <laughs> 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 Gene Yee, everybody. Can't find the mic stand. Gene Yee. I also like when uh, people cheer you on. They yell, Yee, which is just your last name. Really, really a little loud. So that's fun. That's very fun, guys. All right. Your next comedian coming to the stage. Very funny lady. Making waves lately. So make it loud right now for Rachel D, everyone. Come on. Gene, before you leave, I just got fired. So, hashtag failed English teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right, so we can just talk about this jumpsuit. Um, I just got it, and when I was in the dressing room, I was like, oh, man, I loved it, right? I was like, this is like a denim cat suit. Yeah, and then I went to the bathroom, and shit got complicated, <laughs> right? Yeah. So... I'm thinking that Catwoman probably just has a perpetual UTI. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in the state of misery. Um, for those of you who weren't, uh, it's pronounced Missouri. Uh, but now I, I live in San Francisco, barely. I live in the Tenderloin. You guys know about the Tenderloin? 
obviously not. They seem pretty excited about it. Yeah. What else? I, yeah, the Tenderloin, not my favorite place. I got woken up this morning um, by a very loud prostitute who has made my sidewalk below my window her new place to catch Johns. I don't know. I'm also a parent. Any parents out there? Yeah, a few parents, awesome. The rest of you I recommend don't. Uh, I have to say that we need to be a bit more honest about parenting and pregnancy, okay? Uh, when I got pregnant, I was told that I would love it and that I would be the most beautiful, glowing representative of Mother Earth. And I have to say that pregnancy did not feel like a Miss America pageant for me. Yeah, it definitely felt more like a livestock competition. Um, I earned that blue ribbon. I was really hoping by the end of it I was having an 80-pound baby. Yeah. No, my, I love my kid. Uh, but other things that people don't tell you about being pregnant, uh, here's one. When you are your most pregnant, that is when you are going to be your most horny. You know? Yeah. So, guys, if you're looking for a freaking bed, I'm just saying, find yourself a pregnant lady. Yeah, they will do anything for some dick. I was pretty upset by that. I was like, you know what? What the fuck, Mother Nature? I'm already knocked up. Why do I want a dick in me? I'm pretty sure I already have a dick in me. Yeah. My kid's not a jerk. My kid's a boy, okay? Yeah. He is, uh, gets on my case that he doesn't have any siblings. And I always tell him, you know what? That's your fault. Uh, no, my kid was 10 pounds and two feet when he was born. Yeah. I gave birth to a toddler. <laughs> he just walked out of me. Yeah. I've been uh, trying to pretend to be a millennial lately and it's not been working out. Uh, I realized that I've been giving it away in a couple few ways. Like, I don't know why, but I keep offering the MapQuest shit. And I just blew a young friend's mind when I told her that I made dinner. And she was like, wait, what? Like cup of noodles? It's like, uh, no, like with ingredients. And she just, poof, right? So that's how Devorah died. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? She's, she's always like, are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? Yeah, now I'm talking about you. Okay. Uh, one last thing. You guys, there's a big difference actually between losing my kid and losing a bag of Coke. I'm just saying that someone always returns my kid. Yeah. All right, thanks guys, Rachel D. Hey everyone, frequently losing cocaine. All right. Your next comedian, very funny fellow, haven't seen him in a while, glad to see him around, runs a fantastic show in the inner sunset at a wine bar, so fancy schmancy, so guys make it loud right now for Joseph Ugaldi, everyone, come on! Marty, thank you, Mar oh, I can hear myself, oh, Rachel D, two Gen Xers in a row, look at that, I almost wore my jumpsuit too, it's great, men don't wear jumpsuits, do they? The last guy to wear a jumpsuit was Elvis, probably, yeah. And mechanics. Evil can evil can evil. Jeez. Oh guys, I got nothing. I'm so rusty and I got a big show tomorrow. What to do? I know, I know. Uh it's tricky, you know. Uh yeah, I am a Gen Xer and the thing is I've never been married, never even been engaged. Yeah. 
I know. So, yeah. See? And some people say, oh, there must be something wrong with him. Must be something wrong with me because I've never gotten married. And I think back to all my past girlfriends, ones who did get married. Yeah. Every one of them. Divorced. Those could have been my divorces. That could have been all my alimony. But no. All right. Stop riffing. Oh, what was my point? Weird guys make it hard for normal guys. All right. Weird guys. See this guy, Bill O'Reilly from Fox News. Yeah, he started it a few years ago. Got fired. Told a female coworker he wanted to take a bath with her and rub her naked body all over with a falafel. Oh, he said that. Yeah, I know. He meant a loofah. <laughs> but he said falafel. Even worse, a week later, he asked her for a golden shawarma. Right, it's not right. I don't know, guys. I should talk. I should talk, though. Frankly, I've been known to date my coworkers. Yeah, it's true. No, they're right there. In fact, once I even dated a woman who worked in the human resources department. Yeah, how's that for gutsy? Yeah, now it was great. It was great. For every orgasm I had, she'd match it up to five percent of the time. <laughs> right. It's a four hundred one k joke, guys. Well, see, I wanted a friend with benefits. Boom! That's how you do it. That's how you do it. We're getting it back. We're getting it back. I don't know, guys. What are we thinking? I was on a date the other day. The woman says to me, so what's your favorite kind of porn? My favorite kind of porn? Is that really polite conversation nowadays? Things have changed. I thought, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess if I have to choose one, I'd say the POV porn. You know, the point of view where the cameraman is the recipient? Yeah, you watch that and you can kind of fake yourself out and think, oh, yeah, this is happening to me. As I said it out loud, I realized how pathetic that sounds. I'm thinking, this is like when you stick a mirror in the birdcage so the bird will think he has a friend. <laughs> Thing is, I like the POV porn so much that I went out and got those virtual reality goggles. You know that where you stick the phone in and everything's 360 degrees and 3D? Well, yeah, watch porn through that. It's very realistic. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, after a while, it becomes just like regular porn. But what I found is when I look away from the lady, all of a sudden I've got this incredible new house. There's a skylight. There's a spiral staircase. There's a hot tub over there. I'm thinking, as a San Franciscan, that's the real pornography right there. People, I like it. Trendy, oh. There was an article in Cosmopolitan Magazine the other day. Yeah, I know, I just read it for the recipes. It, it said uh, that women, a survey said women are more concerned with the way a man grooms his body hair than they are with the size of his penis. What do we think, ladies? Did you buy that? Did you buy that? No? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to manscape. Guys, who manscapes here? There's, oh, look at this. See? Wow, porn really has changed us, hasn't it? I don't know. I'm not picky. On women, though, you know, I, I'm not picky there at all. But if I had my choice, you know, I, I do like the waxed look. It's kind of a thing. But then some women will say to me, oh, what? You want a woman to look like a child? And I said, well, no, I just thought it was more sanitary. I want her to look like a clean child. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. that's bad. I'm ashamed of that. 
Thank you. Just so you know, I don't even like that joke. It is wrong. Oh, man. What do we got? I can do this. I can do this. I've been rusty. I've been staying at home. Uh, let's see. Oh, did you hear about, uh, let's see, there's a Japanese guy who's trying to marry a hologram. He did marry a hologram. Yeah, isn't that strange? Technology, it has changed us. I'm just wondering, when you get in a, do they have like a, lore, a lover's quarrel in his hologram? It's like, yeah, don't lie to me. I can see right through you. <laughs> I can't believe that got a laugh. That was so stupid. Jeez, I don't know. Anyway, wow, look at this. I'm breezing right through them. I'll get it back. Uh, I'm waiting for the horn. I'm waiting for the horn. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Well, see, I told you I was rusty. Sorry about that, Marty. Joseph, you go there, everyone. Come on. Uh, side note on the Japanese marrying uh, the holographs. They actually have, like, whole resorts where you can take your virtual girlfriend in japan i don't have a joke for that i just think it's the funniest fucking thing i've ever heard and that it really just makes it you can say a lot of things about america but we don't have that okay <laughs> like that's not a thing we do i don't it's 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 an alien place japan uh guys your next comedian another new up-and-comer very funny guy so make it loud right now for corday snell everyone come on Good? Well, good? Come on, man. Bring the energy up here. It's Friday. Fucking, you know. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, me and my mom got into it the other day. Um, she kept complaining. She's like, Corday, you keep leaving the toilet seat down. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you leave. You, I thought you were supposed to leave it down. She's like, you leave both of the lids down. And I was like, okay, what's wrong with that? She's like, I go in there and I almost slide off the fucking toilet. I was like, well, my bad, mom. If you could look then you would see that it was just down and then you wouldn't be sliding. Then after that, me and my sister got into it because she's like, Corday, why are you leaving both the seats up? And I was like, you know what? I can't win in this fucking house, okay? I can't win in this fucking house, but I'm going I'm to talk. If we going to make some compromises, we're going to make some fucking compromises. I'm like, okay, one, I'm gonna, if I'm going to leave the toilet seat down, y'all going to have to stop leaving so much hair all around the fucking sink, all right? Stop leaving so much hair. Stop leaving panties soaking in the sink, all right? Toilet was stopped up the other day with an extra absorber maxi pad. It's not fucking good. But you complain about me not leaving the toilet seat down. You think I want to see that shit? No, not at all. Um, so I hate when a chick tells me, like, like, I'm talking to her and, like, we're having a good conversation. She's like, oh, my God. She finds out my age. She's like, oh, my God, Corday, you're a baby. I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm 29. I'm like, how old are you? She's like, 31. I'm like, oh, my God, you're a toddler. Shut the fuck up. You're not that much older than me. What the fuck are you talking about? Man. Um... Also, um, like, fellas, do you ever get, like, why chicks ask so many questions during a movie? Like, you guys go to a movie and she's asking, like, a million and one fucking questions? Like, you writ and directed this shit? Like, you fucking executive producer? But, you know, Steven Spielberg is my homie. I know exactly how this shit ends. Like, like, I always feel like we need to, like, ahead of time tell them, like, some rules or some ground standards. You know, like, hey, I didn't see this movie. Uh, I don't know who's going to die. Um, I didn't help develop this movie, so... Part of it, when you get confused, think about me. I'm probably going to be confused right then, too. So how about we wait till afterwards and then start asking some damn questions. Then we can figure out shit and do it together. Um, my sister hated that. Uh, <laughs> so in my family, right, um, they remember I dated a white girl in the fifth grade. And ever since then, they just said Corday dates white girls, which isn't true. 
Um, I've dated many black girls ever since, but they'll say Corday dates none but white girls in front of my black girl's face, and uh, it's kind of awkward. Uh, but the funny thing about it, my friends say that I only date big girls, right? So according to my friends and family, I only date big girls, but not only big girls, big girls who look like offensive linemen, right? So they, so what they're telling me or everybody else is that I date like offensive linemen who look like people who played on Alabama's like line. You know, and I'm gonna be honest. If I'm actually dating a chick who date who looks like somebody on Alabama's line, I'm gonna keep dating her. You know why? Cause she's probably gonna get fucking drafted, and I'm gonna stick by my big, <laughs> my big offensive lineman white woman to see if she gets drafted. I know a good catch when I fucking see it. You know, and then but until Monday Monday night when she lost to Clemson, I had to I almost dropped her because I'm not with losers. You know, I almost dropped her for another like girl on Clemson's offensive line because I'm with some big bitches. There was some big. This is a big bitch. All right, thank you. Um, I, I knew that shit was gonna scare me. You kind of scared me. Not even gonna lie. I'm like, oh shit, it's a bike in here. What the fuck? Uh, uh, this is going good. Um, but the funny thing about it is, right? So I actually do date white girls. But the funny thing about it in the black community is a thing to saying like, yo, Corday, you date white girls because they're easy because you can't handle a black girl. You can't relate to them. I'm like. First off, you know what the fuck you're talking about. I grew up with none but black girls. My aunts are black. I know exactly how to talk to a black girl. Matter of fact, they're easy. Growing up, like, oh, you like Martin? Of course you fucking did. Fuck, everybody liked Martin. You like Will? You like fucking Fresh Prince? Of course you did. You ask a, you ask a white chick if she's seen Friday? She's like, yes, I, Friday is cool. Today is Friday. I fucking love the weekend. I'm like, do you know who the fuck? Like, do you know who Craig is? Does he, does he work with us? Does he work? I'm like, bye, Felicia. Oh, that was a recent trend. Nobody says that anymore. I'm like, that's not even... What the fuck I'm talking about? I remember a white chick introduced me to hummus. I've never been so confused and delighted at the same fucking time. This is like a weird shit. What the fuck is this? It was like, it's hummus. Like, try with a cracker. I'm not... Did you just insult yourself? What the fuck's going on right now? Um, and then I, like, I had to start lying to my white girlfriends because I had to tell them that, you know, Friends is a good fucking show. That's a fucking terrible fucking show. I hate it. Living Single is way better. And if y'all don't know, that was a show that was based, that was originally going to be called Friends, but they said, no, that's a bad name for a song. It's a black sitcom full of four women that talk about shit like that. And then after they came out with Friends, supposed to be a history, like supposed to be a fucking huge hit. And then, I know lie, Netflix made a big, I mean, a terrible decision by paying $100 million to keep that shit on, but they let How I Met Your Mother go, and I fucking hate them for it. All right, that's been my time. Thank you. I'm Corday. Corday Snell fitting eight minutes of comedy into four and a half minutes, guys. Fantastic. Oh, man, that was exhausting. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of breath. I mean, come on, man. No, and uh, if you are if you had to dump your Alabama girlfriend, you could date Clemson's quarterback. So this is a real pretty guy. Or, I don't know. Sunshine. Sunshine. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's get it. Give it loud for your next comedian. Going to be part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So come check out her show. Make it loud right now for Daniel Aguanaga, everyone. Come on. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Um, I just took the Bart here from work. Uh, I work in an ad agency. That's the right response. Yeah. Uh, yeah, most ads suck. I'm not going to disagree with you guys on that one. Actually, some ads are just downright offensive. And we live in a time now where people kind of point out, point out even the smallest like errors immediately. But there's still one campaign that has been going on for decades that no one has ever called out. We all know it too. It's, uh, you know the makeup brand Maybelline? 
We all know their slogan, right? It's been around for decades. You could say it with me even. Maybe she's born with it. Beautiful, thank you for saying it with that voice. So, does anyone hear what I'm hearing when you hear that slogan? Let's just break it down. Maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe you were born pretty. Uh-huh. Or maybe you're not and you might need some of our makeup. That's literally what they're saying. I'm not even I'm just translating. Yeah, I don't know, it just boggles my mind. Uh, like, what were the other taglines in that mix do you think that's what I think about it's like that was the one they chose you know what were the other ones like can't find a gym for your face Maybelline (laughs) can't fuck a guy over five nine (laughs) Maybelline I resent that laugh I'm five nine or as a lot of women put it oof almost Yeah, it's a tough height, you know. I'm not complaining. It's just it's weird because uh, we're not really accepted by either height group, you know. Like the the talls won't accept us. Shorts won't accept us either. Probably because I called them the shorts, but I don't know. (laughs) Probably. Uh, But yeah, we're just kind of these like uh, vertical orphans, if you will. And, uh, you know, it sucks, you know, because I would be a lot taller if I just joined a dating app. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think I'm going to do it soon. Yeah, just boost it up to 5'10", maybe even 5'11", if I'm wearing boots, which I am right now. I think I look a little taller than 5'9", wouldn't you say? Because boots have tremendous lift. They're like the Spanx for short men. I'm telling you, they're like, they're literally a boost of confidence, so I'm just going to ride that lightning. But uh, no, I've never been on the dating apps. I just want to know which one to join, which one to start with. Um... Was I know a few of them, like uh, Tinder, obviously. Uh, Bumble's the one where the, was it, the girl messages the guy for the dick pic, right? And, uh, and then there's Coffee Meets Bagel, which is obviously, you know, for black guys who want to meet Jewish girls. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Is, is that not what it is? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, not on the dating apps. Girls like tall guys. Why are tall guys on dating apps? That's just, how lazy do you have to be? You're fucking tall. The world's your dating app. (laughs) Just go outside somewhere and stand. (laughs) They'll see you. (laughs) It's just fucking ridiculous to me. They get left and right swipe women's faces as they walk up to them. That could be their dating (laughs) app. Too soon. Uh... Yeah, but the, what is it? What else did I want to tell you about? Oh, so yeah, girls like tall guys. Um, that's why I think Luigi got way more puss than Mario. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Says the cartoon in the, in the audience who, yeah, who could relate. Um, yeah, definitely Luigi. Because, I mean, Mario was the face of the franchise, but Luigi had the inches, you know? Like, I bet in his heyday, just, girls would just swarm him on the street, and he'd just be like, wah, 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 wah. And then one girl's like, I want to suck your dick. He's like, okie dokie. Yeah, girls like tall guys. Girls also, I think it's fair to say, like big penises. Is that peni? Sorry. Is that that correct? I read that that New York Times article, right? It said that. Um, Yeah, I want to know where I stand on this. I mean, I I have a tricky situation. So I'm a grower. Everyone knows what that is, right? That's when uh, you have a decent sized hard dick, but your soft dick is kind of like a white grape. And, uh, and it's just, uh, 
it's just it, it's unfortunate you know because i just uh, most it's just that's fucking forgot the bit <laughs> where do i want to fucking it's, it's already been four minutes hasn't it though okay we'll end on that thanks guys <laughs> knows the dry grapes are better i'm not sure i really get the reference there but that's cool uh all right guys let's let's change it up let's get someone really different up here guys make it loud right now for evan montalongo everyone <laughs> what you didn't like my little brother fuck uh, uh first of all i i brought pastries from work if anybody wants anything yeah yeah those are 13 yeah, absolutely. Help yourself. Get it. We got uh, plates and napkins and stuff like that. Go to town. Okay, everybody, get out of Pam's way. Jesus Christ. Holy crap. This is the last time I'm bringing uh, pastries because it's cutting into my time. Um, uh, no, um, it's like uh, athe atheist. I'm a, I guess I'm an atheist. Uh, I feel like atheism is kind of like a leather jacket. You know, like comedians feel obligated to try it on at least for a little while. Just see how it fits. <laughs> um, people say like atheists need proof for everything. They don't have any faith. And I don't think that's true. Like I have complete faith that I'm like not a necrophiliac, you know? Like I, have, I don't have to try that one out. Uh, which, I mean, if that's your thing, like gross, but also is it really hurting anybody? Like, is it really hurting anybody? We have boner donors. Oh, sorry, fuck, I fucked that up. We have organ donors. Why not boner donors? That's why we come to Mike's. But think about it. You can have a line on your uh, ID that says DTFAD, down to fuck after death. I'll sign up. I'll be the first one. You can, I'm like, I'll, I'll be, just make sure I'm dead. If anybody's here, when I die, just make sure I'm dead. And if somebody's eye in my corpse, just be like, it's fine. He gave you his blessing. Um, uh, I'm still going to keep talking about necrophilia. I'm not moving on to anything else. Just trying to remember my place a little bit. Uh, I was researching it for the joke. For the joke. Actually, first of all, boner donor might not be the right term because let's be honest, only dudes are fucking dead bodies, right? <laughs> and that would imply that it'd be like the corpse's penis, which is not going to happen. I think ladies are okay with letting us have that one. You okay with letting us have that one? Okay. That's all us. That's great. Absolutely. I was researching it for the joke, just for the joke, and um, it is illegal, which is not surprising, but when it was made illegal is a little surprising. It was made illegal in 2003. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual fact. That means we went to the moon, and then 34 years later, we're like, maybe don't fuck dead people. <laughs> maybe you want to give that one. Um, that would be... <laughs> That would actually be the worst way to find out that I was wrong about the afterlife. <laughs> if like you die <laughs> and then your spirit is leaving your body and you're like, oh no, I was wrong about it all. And you're like, oh no, I agreed to do, oh shit. Oh, that's just going to add insult to injury. Um, do y'all know what dabbing is? Like the dance move? Not, not weed, the dance move. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Pam. <laughs> um, yeah, the dance move, like this one, you like that? 
It's so stupid. I think people need to stop doing that. It looks like you're a Nazi that sneezed mid-heil. Like, it's fucking stupid looking. It's like, oh my God, there's Hitler, but I have the sniffles. What do I do? Well, this is Nazi Germany, so I don't really have a choice. And then you're like, oh, Heil. Did he say Heil, a Jew? Kill him! It's not a good look, y'all. Uh, there it is. Cool. Um, yeah. The Tenderloin. I also live in the Tenderloin, like Rachel. And it's kind of a, you know, it's a mind-expanding neighborhood. Because, I mean, when I walk down the street, I'm like, where isn't the bathroom? You know? Like, what didn't I just step in? Who's not selling crack? You know? It's a very philosophical neighborhood. All right. My name's Evan Montalongo. Thank you so much. Keep it going for your host, Marty. Thank you. Even dressed pretty similar to Daniel. That was a really fun... The cuffed... The shoes are pretty similar. Wow, this is really... You're the Mario. He's the Luigi. So, that's fun. <laughs> oh, boy. That was fun. And, hey, first of all, girls can fuck corpses. They just have to wait for rigor mortis to set in. So... <laughs> That's all right. You'll you'll figure it out. You're a young comic. You'll get there one day. <laughs> uh, guys, so your next comedian isn't here, so everyone's going to shame chant on the count of three for Max Eddy. Shame. 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 All right, that's enough. But let's bring that same level of energy for the godmama of Mutiny Radio. Make it loud for Pam Benjamin, everybody. <laughs> First, I absolutely approve the shaming of Max Eddy. He's so pretentious. He shames me every time he's in this building. He's like, I know more about you than Joe Construction. I'm like, fuck you, you're five years old. I know you went to Berkeley or some shit, but I didn't mean to make fun of him. That was, and I wanted to say, A, I love the way you've quaffed your beard. You've shaved yourself in a way that is darling, and I love that you're, there's a quality, this makes me feel happy for feminism because you're shaving something, and it feels more, I'm never gonna shave anything. About your joke, first, we didn't land on the moon. <laughs> Second, it was a hoax. <laughs> we totally didn't. It didn't. We didn't land on the moon. It's all a hoax. Second, I, guys, they can fuck dead bodies more than women because, like, you know, everything's a hole. You know, because once your body starts decomposing, you could like fuck them in the belly button, and it'll just go right through the stomach cavity, like right in between the, you know, like everything's a hole. It's just you gotta wear a condom though because I don't know what kind of bugs could crawl up your pee pee hole, right? Is that a fear for anyone else? Yeah, does anyone else think about, I think about people, fucking dead people all the time. I watch Netflix. Everyone else watch Netflix? Everything has been, um, that's why I learned that, the, that's why I learned the moon landing wasn't real. That's why I learned that feminism is real. Uh, that's why I learned where wife swapping is cool now. Nobody else watches Netflix, just me. Maybe it's my feed is really fucked up. I must be watching too many CSI things. I, I am I'm jumping all over the place, but I am into equality. I, I was catcalled today. That was a lot of fun. I didn't know why it was called catcalling until now I have a kitten, and I'm constantly going, come here, come here, come here, come here. And the more I do it, the less he comes over, so I should just learn. But that's why I figured out that's what catcalling is. It's when you kiss at a person that's never going to reciprocate. I think that my cat will my new cat will never love me as much as my old cat. It's very sad. I have to write a whole new set of cat jokes because my my old cat loved me so much and my new cat's like eh. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's okay. I don't want to talk about my cat either, but I do want to talk about cat calling. 
Uh, so guy, I don't, sometimes I don't know when I look cute or not. I don't know. Cause I don't wear makeup and I'm not expecting it. And it's weird. And you know, a guy will just yell at me uh, out on the street. Uh, Hey girl, that's a nice fit you got on. And I'm like, that's not catcalling. That's complimenting. <laughs> right. Cause like that's a double entendre complimenting. That's I look fit and I'm wearing an outfit. Yeah. That's a compliment. Right. Another guy um, said, Oh, You've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's, I'm 44, it's half my age. Thank you, yell that on the street. That is awesome. Tell me that. Uh, but then we followed up with, uh, hey, nice. that's a great skirt you got on. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, oh, moving into catcalling. Also kind of gay. Like, why do you want to sniff my boyfriend's cum? Like, that's all that smells like. That's weird. I just, I don't know why you want to smell that. I mean, I don't, I, anyways, I was, I have a racist joke to add to that, but I don't think it's appropriate. I was going to say, I, I know that, I know this, you, no one knows better than you the, the, the smell of a freshly plowed field. Am I right, sir? Is that too, is that too far? <laughs> I'm sorry, equality, equality. I'm excited about equality for women. That's the thing is like, I, I don't know, what is, everyone's like, racism, this and that. And I'm like, women have been subjugated for, for longer than black people, I think. I think that women have been made the worst, you know, since the beginning of time. It's okay. I'm not going to shave my legs in, in solidarity. You guys want to see it? I think it's actually kind of pretty. I have like the hair, the leg hair of a 12-year-old boy. Does anybody want to touch it? Does that gross you out? That grosses most people out. Like guys are like, because we've, we've trained them out of, I know, is it, is it, is it scary? I was thinking about it. I was like, if I broke up with my boyfriend, would I have to shave? This is a real question. Like if I put myself on the market, would I have to shave or would my scintillating personality do it for me? Is it, would I have to wear makeup or would I just have to lie to everybody all the time and make you pretend that I look like I have big eyes? I don't know. Does it, what is, I don't know what makeup, I, here's the problem, I thought I was a feminist, I wasn't wearing makeup. That's just because I'm poor, I can't afford it. Do you know that lip liners cost like $18 a piece? Seriously, it's just a gentrification or something of makeup. I don't even, that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, I'm just babbling. Thank you. <laughs> Gentrify my face. Someone give me money. Thanks, Marty. Yay, bye. Oh, I'll, I'll give you. There's some, there, this is a metaphor for something. I don't really know what it is. Also, Pam, if you suggest that your legs look like the hair of a 12-year-old boy and then ask us if they're attractive. Uh, <laughs> Wrong sequence. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, your next comedian, Mutiny Radio favorite. Make it loud right now for Mark Neuer, everyone. Come on. I have a question. How many straight males are in the audience? Cool. Uh, I have another question. How often, am I, how often am I supposed to be thinking about sucking dick? Once every week. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't see you applaud. Were you applauding? Oh, you raised your hand. Okay. <laughs> see, I think you're in my boat. What's the ratio? How many times a day can I think about sucking a dick before I'm gay? What? Can anyone please tell me? Like, what's... What are you getting out of it? That's... <laughs> You're, see, I think you're in the same boat too. You're too meta, you've been thinking about it too. I'm trying to figure out, how, maybe you guys can help me. I feel like you're not old enough for me to ask you these questions. No, I can't. I don't know. I, I, fuck, dude. 
I'm pretty sure the feds just walked in. The feds' kids just walked in. They're the CIA children. What's going on that door, Marty? Thanks, Marty. Jesus Christ. You know, I just... What's wrong? You all right? Feeling okay? All right. I just, I feel like... Maybe I'm just coming out of the closet. Maybe that's what's happening. I think that's what this is. It's not that I have anything against the gays. It's just I have something against myself for being gay. I think that's what it is. I think I figured it out. To the 25 million downloaders for Mutiny Radio, can you please go follow me on Instagram? Uh, that's over the past seven years. I, it does, you know. <laughs> you don't got to talk yourself down. That's a lot of fucking downloads. How many was it for December? Uh, for my shows, 155,000. Woo! Numbers! 500,000. On the board. I'm just trying to figure out how many of them are going to follow me on Instagram. I've never... What was that? What did you just say to me? What the fuck did you just say to me? Post the dick pic. <laughs> Every selfie I take is a dick pic. There's a lot of them on there. I've never, okay, so I'm not, I, people that look at me they're like, you're a school shooter. I'd rather not talk about my day job, okay? <laughs> I check my guns at the door like a good God-fearing American. Uh, I've never understood the term God-fearing, like why, you, you got to, Fear God to love him. You have to fear him to understand. My dad used the same technique. And now I'm a stand-up comedian. Doing comedy for some comedy coins. Actually, to give some comedy coins to Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> uh, you guys ever see the sign you're driving in your, your a neighborhood? It says, um, drive like your kids live here. I feel like the the sign it means well until my dad drives down that neighborhood and he's driving like his kids live there and he sees your kids playing in your front yard fucking around but he thinks that it's his kids because he's driving like it he hops out and beats the fuck out of your kids it's not that great of a sign anymore is it he's probably changed that sign to please get home as fast as possible and I don't know why you're drinking and driving but stop that too please God bless have a great night my name is Mark Neuer Explaining the trench coat, everybody. All right. Let's keep things moving along here. Your next comedian. Lovely, lovely comedian. Uh, runs a great burlesque and comedy show. A lot of fun. Make sure you check it out sometime. So make it loud right now for Becca Henry, everybody. Come on. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys, I'm having such a great time learning about what girls do and don't like. That's been fun. Everyone getting up here and letting me know what I like and what I don't like. That's been, it's been very educational tonight, you guys. Uh, super great. Uh, having a blast. Um, so, uh, it's a new year. 
Yeah. And I've decided uh, in 2019, I'm going to be more honest with myself, you guys, uh, which means that I'm slowly coming to terms with the fact that cheese sexually arouses me. Uh, it's a, it's a tough, uh, tough thing to wrap your head around. It's mostly melted cheese, but really just the word cheese is very exciting. Um, that's all. So I do, after that, that's, that's going to be a weird segue, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my mom, you guys. Uh, she sacrificed, like real talk, she sacrificed any semblance of a normal life to raise my sister and I. Okay, because my dad is retired military, which means that we moved all the time. Uh, along with being in the military, he was also in uh, a lot of other women. Uh, he was in a lot of other women, uh, <laughs> which means uh, that I have to make all of my dates take a 23andMe test before I have sex to make sure we're not half siblings. Yes, so many goddamn mistresses. And the most shocking thing about that, though, uh, was how the fuck he got them. Because he looks like the Lucky Charms leprechaun has been eating his cereal with Jameson and a side of gout for 30 years. Um, I don't, I genuinely don't know. He looks like the alcoholic stunt double for Kevin James in like scenes of like a future gone horribly awry. Uh, it's my dad, guys. It's my dad. I just want when Mark was talking about his dad, I was like, let, yeah, let's just pile on dads because some of them aren't awesome. I'm fine. It's all right. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, I do have daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. Um, I don't have anything for that. I'm just talking about it. Uh, I do. No, my mom's awesome. Um, however, I do have one uh, grievance, I guess, is that I didn't find out that I had ADD until I was 27. Uh, I was diagnosed at 27 with ADD, and my mom was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you weren't going to tell me? She's like, yeah, you were fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I do, I get kind of annoyed. I feel it's one of, the, it's probably the most overdiagnosed anything, right? Everybody's got fucking ADD. Uh, and it gets kind of annoying when you're listening to someone talk about it and you're like, but do you really? Uh, oh, there's a piece of glitter over there. I wonder how long it's been there. Uh, what's the story behind that? Where'd it come from? Uh, you know what would be a really good business uh, is if you started like a candy gram but with glitter. Uh, now I have a business proposal going on in my head, glitter. But then you would have to make sure that it was like eco-friendly glitter because uh, I'm all about like saving the environment. Because like if it ends up in the ocean and then like what if it's like coming out of whale spouts and you just have glitter everywhere. Uh, this is my train of thought, you guys. ADD is uh, super fun. Um... I was told recently that I look like I have good credit. I wasn't really sure how to interpret that. I think it's because my eyebrows are real. Uh, <laughs> jokes on them though, because I do not. <laughs> oh, hashtag student loans. <laughs> you don't have to pay those, right? It's optional. My friends are like, oh God, my student loans are so expensive. And I'm like, you're paying those? Why? <laughs> I mean, you have to block a lot of calls, but it's fine. It's totally fine. No, I feel like whatever omnipotent force slapped everything together in the universe looked at me and was like, hey, so you're going to have really terrible decision-making skills, right? But them titties, though, <laughs> hey, <laughs> who cares how low your credit score is when your bra size is that deep in the alphabet, right? I'm a 36J, you guys. A J! That doesn't even sound like a bra size. That's 
That sounds like the shittiest seat on an international flight. That sounds like I'm going to seat you next to a crying baby and a large, smelly man. All right, my name is Becca. That's been my time. Thank you. Keep it going for Becca, everybody. I was going to say, she said she had ADD. I thought there were more D's than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, all right, guys, keep this thing moving along. Your next comedian moved here fairly recently. <laughs> Great. This is off to a good start. Guys, make it loud right now for Alex Woody, everybody. It's all good, man. It kind of looks like I suck dick. What? Well, I'm just saying. He thought I lived here. I'm just well, a dick sucker. So. What? Yes. Bingo. You got it. I'm a little dumb. That's what we think, guy. I'm sorry. Trying to make a joke. Usually we do generalization. I guess I can't do that tonight. I guess I'm a little rusty guy. Uh, a little rusty trombone. Yeah, fuck it, right? Yeah. How we doing tonight? Got talking in the back. Yeah, what are you guys talking about? Drugs? Penis sizes? Who's uncircumcised? You or that guy? I am... That's the, that's the fuck that. That was Black Mirror right there. I'm actually the one uncircumcised. That was just a little twist right there. How you guys doing, all right? We're surviving. It's 2019. Yeah. I had to go back on the diet. Someone brought fucking muffins. I've just been thinking about these muffins and these cookies the whole time. I've been watching you guys do your jokes, and I'm just thinking about these muffins and cookies, you know? My wife, she put me on the keto diet again. The first time, it was like dramatic. It was like I went to war. But the fucked up part is, I felt like it was so dramatic, I could talk to a veteran about it. Yeah, that didn't really work out too well, you know what I mean? But he sells great Norcos, so it's a win's a win, you know what I mean? Uh, God bless the troops. I wrote a letter to the Marines once, but the wife, the wife, I get my mom and my wife confused. My mom, she kept the letter, you know what I mean? Sometimes I just want to call my wife, you fucking bitch! But you can't say that. You gotta say, you fucking hun! Hun, I love you. You son of a bitch. About to fall off the stage, I'm so angry. This keto. I honestly, you know, people say, oh yeah, you're on a diet, I feel so much better. And they're on Instagram, they're taking photos of their, their bodies. And the fucked up things, leggings are great until your mom starts to wear them. There should be rules with leggings, all right? I'm fat. I could say this. You don't see me leggings. My ass is not that great. I don't got a Marty ass, all right? This is not that great. Look how flat it is. Horrible. You know what I mean? Anyone got a horrible ass in here? Where are my horrible asses at? You motherfuckers, raise your hands. Come on, guys. No one has got... You guys are so... Thank you. Bakersfield! Woke you up a little bit. This guy was dozing off. I'm like, Bakers. That was great. I just saw your head go, oh, fuck. Is he going to kill us? 
Um, I was waiting for that motherfucker. I went from dead fat to medium fat. Now I feel like I'm fucking... I fucked that up. God damn it. I went from medium fat to slim fat. Now I feel like I'm fucking dead fat. I feel like I got body dysmorphia, Crohn's disease. This keto diet, it's got to go. I, I'm probably going to fuck a muffin later. I'm going to put a muffin on my dick and fuck it in front of my wife. Um... I'm going to leave you guys with this. I really think we should not build the wall. Um, I'm married to a Latina. I love Latinas. The great thing about them is they're loyal. You can push them down a hill and they'll come right back to you. My name is Alex Woody. I got a podcast named Midnight in the Bay. Listen to this podcast first. All right. Thank you. Lot to unpack there, but we're not going to do that. We're going to move on to your next comedian. Uh, very funny lady, make it loud right now for Emily Ward, everybody. Hello. I came here last time and I didn't get a spot, so I'm glad I got up here. Um, <laughs> um, I've been trying to be more attractive to men now that I'm single. I'll tell you. Um, I've been doing some new things like um, getting lost more and asking for help more and apologizing. It's not working. Um, I do have some good things in my life. I know you're talking about dieting, but this girl lost 45 pounds, so suck on that. Um, uh, that was really good for me because most of my life I have been the ugly fat friend of the group. And then I lost the 45 pounds, and then I just became the uh, ugly friend of the group. It's not all bad, though. I did recently come into uh, quite a bit of money, and I've shopped, I started shopping at this store called Sears. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, recently, I purchased a Kenmore stainless steel blouse, which like, led me to be right at the glass ceiling of a woman's confidence where you can lose the weight, dress well, and still feel insecure about your body. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> great. Um, I do love balls. This seems like a ball-loving audience. Um, not so much in the way that I look at them and I feel positively, but in the way that they represent a lot that I've had to overcome to like them, you know? Um, I feel to balls the way I think Republicans feel towards Kanye West. Like, scared at first, but now we're on board, so yeah. Um, I created a little storyline for Balls to help me get a little bit more acquainted with them. The story goes, they are two brothers. Their names are Mario and Luigi. They are Italian. They live in New Jersey. They have very low v-neck shirts, which is why they're so hairy. And they're sweaty, despite the fact that it's cold outside. Um, but Mario and Luigi have a problem, right? And that's that their upstairs neighbor, who granted is a dick, seems to get all the attention. Uh, and so they get sad, so I dress them up like little Christmas elves. That's that joke. <laughs> um, I am a feminist, which is cool for me, thanks. Um, but I'm a bad feminist um, because I hate women. Um, just kidding. No, I'm a bad feminist because, like, I'll give you an example. Um, my friends were talking about feminist issues, right? They were talking about the double standards and the patriarchy. Um, and I brought up the butthole double standard. Do you guys know this one? Um, 
I'll tell you, for women, uh, for women, like we show our butthole all the time, right? Every time we're in doggy, it's out. We have no qualms about it. For men though, <laughs> what are you guys trying to hide? What's in there? <laughs> your tears? <laughs> Is that where you hide your feelings? <sighs> Is that why it takes so long to poop? Because you guys are in there crying and watching videos of old yeller? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Um, I took a, uh, the 23 in me and I found out that I'm 60% British and 40% German, which means I'm colonizing this and everyone leave except for the blondes. So just me can stay. Just kidding. Um, but you know, being a white person isn't cool anymore. Right? So I have to kind of like do little tributes to my culture. I have to colonize on a very small level. So, uh, what I've done is I've started making like avocado naan and I've started donating PSLs to the homeless. Um, and whenever I go out to clubs in Oakland, I just request Eminem songs, you know? I don't know. I mean, if not me, who else is going to do it, right? If not now, when? Uh, that's it. Cool. <laughs> She's going to have a rough road, okay? Let's keep giving her love and support. All right, guys, your next comedian, another Mutiny favorite, uh, runs a mic here at every uh, Saturday night from 8 to 10, so come try your craft with capital P, everybody. Come on. I got to ask right off the bat because I'm broke. Anybody got change for a 20? I cannot. I will put a whole 20 in here, but I really can't afford it. So please, does anybody have change for a 20? I'll still look bad if I don't do it. That's not going to change nothing. I actually, I took my, uh, my girlfriend out to dinner with my parents the other day. And I say I took him out because I paid for it. And that made me look good in front of my girlfriend and my parents, which was nice. But it, my girlfriend knows how broke I am, so I didn't look good, I just looked stupid. And then afterwards, my dad came up to me and he said, you seem like you're doing really well, and he hands me $100 in front of my girlfriend. Which gets rid of the whole gesture, and now, not only, I didn't even make $100, I only made like 50, because I paid for dinner too. It was really disappointing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I've, uh, I've had a long week. Last night, I, uh, I almost witnessed a murder, actually. Don't worry, though. Motherfucker got murdered. But I almost had to witness it. And that's bullshit. I don't have, I got enough problems already. If it's not my murder, it's not my problem. Don't involve me. That's some rude shit. I, uh... If, if you present me, if you murder in front of me, I'm going to have to ignore your murder. And I feel bad about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know why. You, I don't want to assume your murder is bad. It's 2019. I'm not trying to make no assumptions no more. But if you're murdering for good, you're not going to murder outside my window at 2 a.m. <laughs> Dexter, Dexter murdered in private. Like... Um, It'd be, it'd be a real short show.
what happened, it was 2 a.m. and I heard two gunshots right outside my window. So I put my headphones on. Cause I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I got enough problems already. I'm not even gonna call the police. Cause it's not like if I don't call them, they're not gonna deal with it. They just gonna have to wait a little bit longer. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid. I know I'm stupid. Actually, I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. I was on my phone on Bart the other day, and then I looked up and I saw this old lady, and I immediately I was like, oh, please take my seat. And then she just looked upset and offended. And I was like, shit, what did I do? And then I realized the bus was empty. So I just, I like ruined her moment of pride. She was feeling all good about herself. Like, oh, look, I'm defying stereotypes for old people. I can stand up on the bus and shit. And I just reminded her, you look like you need a seat. Um, I got one more joke. I'm stupid enough. My girlfriend was on the phone with her grandma the other day. And the first thing I asked was, didn't she die? <laughs> which I know I'm stupid, which isn't my fault, but it is my responsibility. That's why, that's why I don't do things like drive. Cause you could walk into a pole and just be stupid, but you drive into a pole and you're fucked. That's why I dropped out of college too. Just because I don't want to set the ex If you got a degree, people going to expect you to be smart and then they're going to have a conversation and just be disappointed. And I don't want to do that to people. I feel like that's some rude shit. Like, I don't know, just like bombing in front of them. Did I put a 20 in? For me, guys, Capital Pilker, everyone. Make it loud, come on. Let's keep this energy up, guys. We got a lot of comics left. We got a lot of fun left to be had, okay? Uh, and your next comedian. Oh, man, talk about fun. Whole lot of fun. Guys, make it loud right now for John Gallagher. Come. We the fun comedian. That's what they call me. Fun, Mr. Fun Guy. I'm so fun. I definitely don't want to burn this place to the fucking ground. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't want that to happen. Okay, hey, guys. Feeling good, feeling fun. That's that sums it up. Hey, uh, I've uh, gotta get lose some weight, uh, and I'm gonna. I, I eat too much fast food. I know I eat too much fast food because I went to my McDonald's, which is around the block from me, and I get the uh, they get the little MVP invitation from my local McDonald's, where they give you like a little, hey, you bought nine, here's the extra one free, like the little red carpet treatment. And it's, it's scary. It's not a good sign, right? And I'll tell you what it was for me. I go in and put my order at the McDonald's, and I hear a man making food in the kitchen, not even within eye visibility view. Like, I'm ordering my food, and I just hear a guy go, Hey, it's McDouble's guy! And you're like, Oh, God. <laughs> you, sh you shouldn't be welcome to a fast food restaurant like a medieval warrior liberating a town, you guys. That is a bad sign. It's not good. Uh, but I'm trying to get more creative, trying to feel better about this year. Uh, I started this thing called the Artist's Way. Anybody ever fucked with the Artist's Way before? It's the best way to spend $11 to be told to write every day. That's literally all it is. It's like $11 write every day. It's like, well, fuck, this is a waste of time. Uh, when it has like the best description of creativity in the beginning. I fucking love it because it's actually pretty like bare bones. And it, goes, it starts off and it goes, most people starting the Artist's Way start out with excitement and giddiness. And then they go into this next part, which I quote is explosive anger <laughs> it's like they just describe the creative process as the shining you know what i mean like it's like 
You write every day. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, and then you want to bash your family's head in because you're a failed artist. You murder your family now. It's good. Uh, people say pedophilia is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree, though, guys. I think pedophilia is multiple small deals, you know? I got some multiple child size deals. Uh, yeah. I said that, uh, I told that joke a little bit ago, and uh, some guy from the audience goes, fun size. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's how you find a pedophile, guys, when somebody has that answer to that joke. It's a pedophile sensor, right? Uh, I didn't think mansplaining was a pretty big deal uh, until I got mansplained to. I was riding the bus, and it was a, like the Trans Bay bus, and a guy next to me uh, said these three things in this order. He goes, uh, "Hey, we're on the we're leaving San Francisco. Hey, we're on the Bay Bridge. Hey, that's Oakland, motherfucker. What are you doing right now? Have you had somebody explain reality so clearly to you? They're, you think they're gaslighting you? Like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, you see the bay? I'm going to fucking throw you in that if you don't shut your fucking mouth. If anybody just comes into a place and just tells you literally what things are, I, I them with the suspicion. With suspicion. They're going to try and kill you. That's what's going to happen. Nobody would just point out things literally. All right, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, that one worked out great. Fun comedian. Fun comedy. Hey. Me and this guy, coming for a real fun time. Uh, I'm originally from uh, originally from Reno, Nevada, which uh, Reno is fun because it reflects how a, a poor person or a bum would. Uh, the city's shaped like a pile of a poor person's money. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like the shi the shiny stuff in the middle with all trash around the outside, just like a a poor person's tr a trash pile. The worst part about it is just like uh, most casino culture, they like uh, uh, they want to be wholesome while also have the gambling aesthetic. Like Vegas is a place that shouldn't exist, created by monsters to murder and fucking drink all night, right? But now it exists where they're like, yeah, come whore here, come gamble here, you can drink for 24 hours, but bring your kids, huh? There's a little circus over here. Bring your kids. Like, wipe that hooker spooge off yourself and raise a family, you know? <laughs> but get them to play a little ski ball. Take them to the buffet. Eat some pancakes. Eat those pancakes, you sack of shit. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. John Gallagher, everyone, come on. I can't really argue with him about it, but I like how he gives Reno guys like a Cleveland accent. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, come on down to Reno. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of Reno, your next comedian is a real dirtbag. Let's make it loud for Jeff Dean, everybody. Hey guys, I'm from Reno, too. Give it up for John. He's a fun guy, huh? He's so fun. I love that guy. <laughs> I uh I've been I've been working on me lately. Working on me, got a therapist for the first time. It's exciting. Working on my mental state, you know? I uh she told me I should have a me day. So, you know, that's exciting. I I didn't even know what it was, but I told my girlfriend to leave for a day and uh <laughs> She did, and then I, I looked it up, you know, and apparently you're supposed to do what's healthy. For, you're not supposed to do what you want to do. You'd think that you're supposed to do what you want to do on a me day. It's a me day, you know, but no, you're supposed to do what's healthy, 
which is like never what you want to do, right? Like you, what's healthy would be to take an Epsom salt bath alone or exercise. But what I want to do is lay in bed and turn the TV on so that I could look at my phone. That's what I, that's what I want to do. You know, well, you're not supposed to be on your phone on me day. You're supposed to unplug, you know, it's, it sucks. It's my, my therapist said on me day, I'm supposed to be with nothing but my thoughts. So, you know, I decided, I was like, what am I going to do on me day? I decided I'm going to take a walk in the park because I could afford that. And, uh, so I'm walking in the park and I'm with my thoughts, you know, and I'm like, if I'm going to be with my thoughts, I don't want to be with my thoughts sober. So I got high, uh, which I don't do very often, but it's me day, baby. I deserve it. Okay. All right. So I'm walking in the park and I'm smoking a joint just in the daylight because we're fucking California, baby. Uh Am I right? You know what I'm talking about. No, you don't. You're the most dad looking guy here. Um... I should have I gone to the 16-year-olds. Ha-ha, huh? fucking pot, baby. <laughs> fucking smoking pot. I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you for coming, by the way. Um, so anyway, I'm walking, and uh, I'm very high, so I'm, you know, teetering between a me day and just a full-on panic attack, and uh, it's... <laughs> me day in a panic attack it is yeah it is that's what being with your thoughts is it's like oh fuck you know that's why I look at my phone um, look at other people's lives no that sucks too because they're better than mine but um, <laughs> most of the time uh, so you know I'm panicking right and uh, just worrying about you know the future uh and it so i'm you know i'm trying to there's this is where my inner voice comes in you know i gotta fucking coach myself through it right so i'm coaching myself i'm like jeff you got this baby you got this This is me day baby my my inner voice is surprisingly masculine and uh he's like you got this baby (laughs) don't be a fucking pussy wait my my inner voice i think it's toxic masculinity is what it is and uh my inner voice is like a is like a high school football coach who in any other context is like an abusive psychopath, but in the context of football, he's a no nonsense, tough leader for our children. You know what I'm saying? So, you know <laughs> I think he's my I think he's my high school football coach. I think he's a manifestation of my and he was a psychopath. And the thing is, I don't understand how the parents did. What what were the parents thinking? It's not like they couldn't tell he was a psychopath. Like, they couldn't hear him on the sideline, but they could see him 100 yards away just like... Just losing it. And, and I'm like, can you help us, please, you know? But I know that they're just on the, you know, on the bleachers just like, well, fucking Johnny shouldn't have cross-blocked when he's supposed to down-block. Shouldn't have cross you know, he fucking deserved that. He's going to get it again when he gets home. My son deserved that one, you know? So anyway, so I'm walking and I'm coaching myself through it. I'm like, Jeff, you got this. You're good. You're more than good. You're great. My inner voice is Tony the Tiger. And, uh, and then, and then I realized that everyone can see me walking like this, just talking to myself. And I don't know. I wouldn't suggest getting high guys. Cause 
The thing about getting high is that people can see you. So don't do it. I'm Jeff Dean. That's my time. Thank you. For Jeff Dean, everyone. Come on. Should have been yelled at more by his football coach, apparently. Really could have used that straightening out. Uh, guys, let's keep this thing rolling. Your next comedian visiting from out of town. He'll be on the showcase after this, so stick around for that. Make it loud right now for Kevin M. Quigley, everybody. Come on. Thank you, everyone. Woo! There's no paper towels in the bathroom, so I want this, this specific five goes to paper towels. Okay, everyone. Hi, my name is Kevin. I've been told I look like Edward Snowden if he kept his head down and just did his fucking job for once. As he mentioned, I'm on the showcase after. I'm going to tell my real jokes there. You guys get the phone jokes. I'm visiting San Francisco from Boston. I've heard much like, uh, <laughs> much like Boston, very progressive place you are. Anyone here a fan of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Any fans? Yep. Uh-huh. She is so popular. She is the it girl. She is like the Hispanic Ariana Grande. She's great. So you see what the Republicans tried to do? They tried to sully her good name by releasing a video of her dancing all happily. Like, how out of touch are these people when they see a video of a young, beautiful woman dancing? Their reaction is, aha, this is the smoking gun we needed. <laughs> Like, when I saw that video, I reacted the same way as most of you. I finished masturbating and went back to sleep. <laughs> I, I forget your name, miss, but I think you were on to something with that whole uh, hiding the feelings in the anus thing. Because we already hide our G-spot there. Whoa! Anyone here smoke weed? Yeah! Anyone here uh, like, oh, wait, perfect, 16-year-old. No, not in, the, not in the way you think. You got... <laughs> I don't think we need a measuring tape. Never mind. You guys still have parents, so you probably have to buy Visine at the store, you know? You're the target demographic for that product, you know, because you don't want your parents to catch you, I assume. I don't, what the fuck happens in this state? I don't know. I'm from a long... I'm a long way away. Yeah, they're 16. All right, anyways... <laughs> Visine has the best slogan of any eyedrop company. There's a Visine for that. So any problem that comes your way, you know Visine as a product for you. Let me reiterate, it's eyedrops. <laughs> Coming full cycle, I think Visine is like the original people who are really into CBD oils. <laughs> oh man, you got ADD and your grandma died. CBD is for both of those. <laughs> There's a Visine for that. Who's a dog lover? Anyone love dogs? I'm like, we're going around. Who's the biggest dog lover in this room? Are you the biggest dog lover in this room? I don't, confidence. You the biggest dog lover in this room? No, bouncing, punting. This guy, what about him? You are the biggest one. You the biggest one. Okay, I think this guy's the biggest one guy. I think we cracked the case. I'm very happy. All right, so you love dogs. You love all dogs. See, you're full of shit. Everyone knows that some dogs total cunts. Can I say cunt? I don't know. Okay, I didn't know the rules. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, some, I, I knew someone the other day, they said they have to spend over $1,000 a month because their dog has dog anxiety, and it keeps ruining the furniture and attacking the guests. Your dog sucks. <laughs> like, 
There's more to that joke. I just haven't written it yet. We're gaslighting each other. Like, the f- there used to be such an expression as bad dog. Now, who's a good boy is being overused. This generation is all... I, I, I hate you all, and I like cats. Um, okay, here's, here's one last one, and then I, I get off. So I, I'm hilarious, obviously, as you've picked up on. Uh, sometimes my hilarity gets me into trouble at work. Like, for instance, I was going... Uh, we got this new machine for water. It's that ambient water that everyone's all into. But they made a mistake on the sign, and they wrote ambient water. So I went to get a water, and one of my coworkers was next to me at the water fountain, and I pointed to the sign, and I said, I'm about to drink some of this water, and then I'm going to go off on Muslims. Turns out she was Muslim. I probably should have picked up on it from the whole, like, a physical appearance thing, but oh well. So I had a one, uh, I had a coworker. I realized she had a sexy accent, and I couldn't figure out if that was very creepy or kind of racist. According to HR, it was both. Thank you, guys. Kevin M. Quigley, everybody. Hell yeah. All right, guys, we're down to our last few comedians, so keep the energy up, keep the love going on, and uh, give it up right now for the next next guys, all the way up from Fresno, which is so much farther than whatever that town Boston was. Uh, so, guys, make it loud right now for uh, Gay Malaire, everyone. Come on. What's up? All right, cool. So, I was watching a Lifetime the other day, and my favorite Halloween documentary came on, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I'm pretty glad witches don't exist. Um, so, I'm not sure where my family is from in Mexico, uh, but according to my penis, it must be Oaxaca. All right? Got to be Mexican to get that joke. Um, I'm currently trying to get all my chakras aligned. Um, I still don't know what that means, but white girls will love it when I say it. <coughs> um, I'm so liberal. When I go to the gun range, I only shoot white targets. Uh, I'm so liberal. My girlfriend puts it in my butt, and I don't like it. I'm so liberal. My girlfriend has sex with their ex, and there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, I'm so liberal. I get consent to send dick pics on Snapchat. Um, so I've been thinking of cheating on my girlfriend recently. I can't do it on Tinder. I can't do it on uh, Facebook. She'll find out. So I did what any straight guy would do. I made a grinder account. Uh, I've been having, I've been getting excellent results, but I've ha- been having a really hard time filling out my profile. I had to Google what a leather daddy is. And now I get advertisements on every website I go on. It sucks. Uh, no, but, uh, it's, I've been having a hard time because I'm not sure if I'm a top or a bottom. I don't know if I'm a, I'm a twink or a bear. Honestly, I don't even know if I want to do this, you know. Just, uh, you know, I'm getting tired of uh, getting pulled over for DWBs. That's uh, driving while brown. And uh, so I've decided uh, I'm going to become a white male. Uh, there's a lot of things about uh, the transition they don't tell you about. Um, I'm currently gaining a lot of weight. And that's uh, because of, instead of doing all the hard work, I now pay someone to do all the hard work. <laughs> and two, it, it sucks, uh, cause I'm so short. Uh, when you're short, it's really hard to look down on people. I mean, uh, 
It would have been a lot easier to explain to my parents why I have a rainbow flag hanging in my room. It's been pretty hard explaining to them why I have a Confederate flag hanging in my room. Uh, the cool part, though, is that I don't have to worry about ice taking away my kids. Uh, so I figured as a white guy, I don't know what to do. So I started smoking ice to get my kids taken away. And uh, so when Obama was president, they wanted to see his birth certificate. And since Trump's been president, they want to see his uh, tax returns. So I've thought to myself, what's next for this next president? Are they gonna, what are they going to want to see? His DMs? I'm a good guy, but I don't want anyone reading my DMs. My girlfriend isn't even allowed to read my DMs. Um, if I had to put my uh, DMs on a resume, I can't get a new job or a new girlfriend. So, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. My name is Gabe Malero. Yeah, give it up. How do you say cuckold in Spanish? Uh, <laughs> cuckoldo. I don't know. Uh, I got nothing else there. Uh, maybe your next uh, comedian will know. Guys, make it loud right now for Ernest Meyer Evangelista, everyone. Come on. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Cool. Um, how's your 2019 going? You guys look like a bunch of people who are keeping up with their goals. Yeah. Uh, my goal uh, for the new year is to accidentally murder the president of the United States. Woo! But on accident. Kind of like how Dick Cheney shot his friend. <laughs> like he's like, hey, we're like shooting guns. And then he accidentally shoots himself. Actually, that happens a lot. Like, you know, people accidentally get shot. Does that count as murder? Hmm. I'm defending. I'm uh, working on my alibi. Uh. Also, what else do I want to talk about? You guys, uh, how do you guys feel about murder? Who is your favorite murderer? I'll tell you mine. My favorite murderer is good old Jeffrey Dahmer. You know Jeffrey Dahmer? From Indianapolis, I think. Probably not. Um, he used to uh, kill uh, skinny Filipino men and eat them. And honestly, like, when do we ever get picked for the team? Like, it was really nice. This guy thought of us to eat deliciously. Um, I never got picked for volleyball or basketball. Mainly because... Um, I look like this. Um, how do you guys feel about school shooters? What's the best way to disarm a school shooter? With a chainsaw. With a chainsaw. Cuts through the arm. Um, I know I shouldn't be making jokes about school shooters since I look like America's Next Top School Shooter. But you guys ever think, right, these uh, kids, they get bullied so much, they end up shooting up to school? But has anyone ever thought about bullying them while they're shooting up to school? You know, like Billy throws a pipe bomb down a hallway and you yell, Hey, Billy, you still throw like a girl. <laughs> or you're hiding behind a classroom door and he shoots a hole through it. And you go, look, that's the glory hole your mom sucks dick through, Billy. <laughs> and you look fat in the trench coat. And then, 
to make it really dark, you're at his funeral, and you're still like, hey, you still died a virgin. That was, thanks, okay. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um, so speaking about murderers, um, uh, I too have uh, murderers in my family. Um, you guys have like an uncle who murder people? It's a long story, but basically, uh, right now he's uh, murdering people for the pre- uh, president of the, of the Philippines, Duterte. Um, I don't know if you know you, with your like Vice News, he's currently killing drug dealers and drug addicts. Basically, I can't go back home to the Philippines because my uncle's gonna murder me. You ever have an uncle want to murder you? All right, you guys, have a good night. crazy the whole time he was up there oh god give it up for his uh, murdering uncle everybody Ernest all right guys uh, your next comedian is hopefully not a narc give it up right now for James Vote, everyone come on thank you I I am so glad you pronounced my name correctly because it's vote v-o-g-t Everyone mispronounces it. I've heard Voigt, Voget, uh, Volgt. I hear Vagget like five times a day. Frankly, and frankly, I'd rather uh, people say Vagget because a lot of people say Voigt, and that just confuses me because where the hell are you getting the I from? That's like if you meet someone and they're like, hi, my name's Steven with an I. Ah. Uh, Talking about mansplaining early. That's basically just like a man stating the obvious, right? I'm guessing. My dad is the worst at that. Like, last summer we were driving up to Tahoe, and I was sleeping. My dad just woke me up. He was like, James, James. I'm like, what? Look, solar panels. What? Ah, man. My dad, he's kind of hard to talk to because he doesn't understand the concept of a hypothetical question. They'll be like, Dad, what, what would you do with a million dollars? It's like, I don't have a million dollars. Yeah, but what if you did? I don't. Oh, man. Um, um, I'm, I'm really happy I have the opportunity to do stamp comedy. I do want to be somewhat successful one day. My mother, is she's a little concerned. She's like, James, could you handle a platform that high? I mean, what if you get me too'd? So, a lot to process there. Apparently, my mom thinks I'm a rapist. I don't know why you're laughing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm, like, pretty sure I'm going insane. Because I was walking down the hallway at my school today, and it was, like, really silent. You know when you're having a conversation with people and there's awkward silence, so you just kind of laugh? to be polite or something. Uh, I was walking down the hallway and I got really nervous for some reason and I just found myself just going like, <laughs> now I need to see a counselor. And, um, wow. I, I realized the other day, I went through puberty six years ago Six years ago, I went through the most stressful point of my life. Why was it so stressful? I'll tell you. Um, 
Uh, I remember I went to this school dance and I asked this girl to dance with me. It was the first time I ever asked a girl to dance. And, well, first off, I was very sweaty because I'd been lit dancing to Lil Wayne for like three and a half hours prior to it. And you know when you're slow dancing with a girl when you were younger, when you're slow dancing, they, you guys tried to make minimalist eye contact? <laughs> well, she was arching her back backwards because my BO was so horrible. Thank you. Um, and me and, my, me and my friends who came with me, we're going to do a bang bang after this. You know what a bang bang is? It's where you go to a restaurant and then you go to another restaurant immediately after. And my friend Nick in the blue uh, jacket, his plan is to go to Burger King and get 30 chicken McNuggets, then go to Chipotle and ask them to make a burrito out of the McNuggets. I hate myself. I just called McNuggets at Burger King. <laughs> Do you ever just get pissed off at yourself for those things? It's like no one would have noticed it, but you did. Man. Um, I'm really stressed out right now. Very stressed out. Because my parents found the link to where you find all the podcasts to this place. <laughs> and now I need to censor myself like crazy because I know they're going to give me some shit when I get home. Ah, oh, dang it. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, I was driving by a Mc... I went to a McDonald's the other day. It's one of the most shameful, uh, shameful free restaurants you could go to. I saw this sign outside of it that said, order from your car. I, I don't have a problem with people expressing their shame. Don't try to hide it. You, you had the balls to drive down there in the first place. Go in. Who, how good a person are you that you can't walk into a McDonald's? Oh, man. Uh, I forgot the rest of my set. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you. I will never eat cheese the same way again. Thank you. Uh, I'm James Vogt. That's my time. Thank you, everyone. Everyone, reminding us how fucking lame high school was. So, wait till you have money, kids. Oh my! Oh, you, you guys already have money. What the fuck am I saying? I just drove up here from the. Is it Peninsula, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have money. <laughs> You're fine. Fucking chicken McNuggets. All right, guys. Uh, I believe we have your final comedian for the evening. Very glad he showed up because he's a very funny guy. So, guys, make a loud ride now for Mike Evans Jr., everyone. Come on. Hello. Um, shit, how old are you, man? 18? Damn, that's awesome. You're just old enough to watch porn. That's... I've been waiting to get to that point. Ever since I was 11, that shit was rough. First time I ever watched porn my whole life was actually at my grandma's house. I don't know why you remind me of that. But um, <laughs> it was rough, though. My grandma had Comcast. And um, pretty much for those who have Comcast knows that there's softcore porn at 10 p.m. on HBO every night, right? Woo! And so this guy knows exactly what I'm talking about. 
And so basically, I bought so much porn on my grandma's uh, TV because I knew she was too blind to read the bill. You know what I mean? So I kept buying shit and buying shit. And she would complain at every family gathering. She'd be like, Comcast is scamming me. And, <laughs> and <laughs> everyone just thought she was old and crazy. And that's why they put her in a retirement home. <laughs> Never thought uh, my porn addiction would hurt anyone else besides me. But, uh, but she's there now. She's there. Yep. Um, retirement homes aren't that bad, though. There's a lot of orgies that happen. Um, there's orgies at places that happen. At every place where people are forced to go, there's orgies that happen. Jail. Boarding school, retirement homes. There's <laughs> just disgusting orgies. Best thing about old people orgies is that like old, like you don't know where like the neck starts and like the vagina begins. Oh <laughs> and so it's just all flap. It's really great. You ever put your foot in an old woman's throat? It's, <laughs> neither have I, I just, I'm just asking. Um, shit. <laughs> so I work with kids, um, <laughs> as you probably could have told from the last joke. It's fucked up because <laughs> in order to work with kids, you have to get a, a, a TB test, which is a tuberculosis test, for those that don't know. And I was so confident that I didn't have it that I brought my supervisor with me, which is something that you shouldn't do ever to any medical exam. <laughs> right? Bring her there, find out I had chlamydia for the second time which was horrible. First time you catch chlamydia, everybody you know feels bad for you. Second time you catch chlamydia, no one feels bad for you at all. It itches a lot. We're used to, and it's only one pill and it's, and it's gone. But I was pretty upset because uh, that's the chlamydia song. <laughs> I don't know, I, I feel like I wanted more sympathy from my friends for catching it, but like there's no quilts, there's no, there's no chlamydia walks or, cl or, or chlamydia awareness month. It was, it was pretty bad. I walked in the second time I had it, my roommates were like, oh, you dirty bitch. And I was like, don't, don't talk to me like that, mom. I don't, I don't appreciate that. It's not that nice. Um... What else is going on? I'm actually driving Uber right now, currently, like literally at this moment, I parked the car outside and just ran in here. And I appreciate you letting me do a set. Um, I decided to play gangster music in my Uber because I, I, I used to give a fuck, but then once Trump won, I was just like, you know, if they're offended by what music I play in my car, fuck them. There's worse shit happening in the world than what comedians say or what people, Uber drivers play in their cars, right? There's a lot worse shit happening. And so, <laughs> and so I just try to go overboard. Anytime there's like an older person or like a little kid, I'm like, all right, fuck the police. Here we go. Let's play it or just something or just a lot of Cardi B, right? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with this. Um, I feel like every great artist has a catchphrase that sounds like them busting a nut in case you haven't realized. Uh, Rick Ross, oh. <laughs> right? Ludicrous, Luda. <laughs> Anderson Pack, yes, Lord. <laughs> J Cole, oh, I, 
Oh, I, I, I. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Doo -doo. It's like two nuts. Doo -doo. Just both, both nuts. It's really great. DMX. Arr, arr, arr. No. <laughs> right? Kind of question who he's fucking, right? It's a little weird. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Ah. No, that's. Probably shouldn't say that. My name is Mike. Have a good night, everybody. Hell yeah, guys. Give it up for Mike Evans. And you you forgot one, Mike. You forgot one. You forgot. Ooh. There you go, boy. There you go, boy. All right, guys. That's been our show. You guys had a good time tonight? Thanks so much for coming out, being a part of the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour every Friday, 6 to 8, donating. You guys are the best. You stick around. We got a fantastic show for you after this. It's Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Always a great time. Always a great lineup. So hang out, have some fun, and otherwise, have a good weekend, everyone. All right. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. 
counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes. Every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. And Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God. There's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. (laughs) 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Ha, <laughs> ha,
<laughs> I want you to be there. Be my, you be my bodyguard. I'll call you Hal. <laughs> hey, I'll give you 10 bucks if you streak across the track. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, George. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I would. I just wouldn't pay you. <laughs> Flat Black Plastic, it's special Tuesday afternoon version that's going to be subbed in on Saturday, so who knows what's going to happen. o'clock it's time i know it's time oh there we go it's time for pamtastic's comedy clubhouse here on mutiny radio yay yay thanks you guys for being here this is exciting stuff 